Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the 10th episode of the Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey podcast. My name is Joe Kalk. I am a life awareness coach, Reiki master, author, and speaker. Today's episode is How to Change the World, Part 2. First, I want to share my life purpose statement. The purpose of my life is to be present, joyful, and compassionate, and to share my gifts make a difference, and be a role model so that I bring awareness to others that changing, by changing some of their internal beliefs and judgments, they can also make a difference in the world. My ultimate goal is the global enlightenment and peace on our earth, our physical reality, through the awakening, awareness, and action of all its people and transforming our beliefs about each other, and the earth. I'm not alone in having this goal of peace on earth, but my approach is a bit different. I am enlightening the earth from within. During this podcast series, please be open to the possibility that your life can change and improve in ways unimaginable now. In the last episode, we learned that we have been asleep dreaming that we are limited physical beings rather than pure energy beings enveloping a bodysuit, experiencing physicality on this playground earth. Perhaps we are faced with this emergence of all of our fear-based events occurring simultaneously to provide an opportunity for us to make different choices that will allow us to progress instead of devolve. Now we are awakening to the hollowness of the physical rewards, how unfulfilling having is, as our hands are full of things, but our hearts are empty of love, compassion, and caring for ourselves and for others. We did an exercise showing how we can be the change we want to see in the world by starting within ourselves, by identifying what we, as source energy, really want to do and be? What brings us joy? We can bring our inner joy into this world and share it with all. Now, to this week's episode. Before entering this physical space-time experience, we created the perfect bodysuit for this adventure. We were aware of the optimum fuel to provide for the excellent operation and maintenance of the bodysuit, However, once in the physical environment we created, which was much like the holodeck on Star Trek Starship Enterprise, we forgot our pre-birth instructions on proper care of the bodysuit and became seduced by new tastes, textures, sensations, and physical effects of the various food and drinks we created. Simulated dangers were initially created for an exciting experience, a funhouse of sorts, 
filled with surprises around every turn, making life interesting, challenging, and surprising. We came to this space-time reality for the adventure, but became entangled in the heaviness of the physical environment we created. Instead of having fake dangers that were fun and challenging, the dangers became frightening and real to us. Instead of ingesting the proper fuel for the efficient operation of our bodysuit, we became entranced by and eventually addicted to the exotic tastes, pleasurable reactions, and purely physical sensations of our bodysuit. Gradually, the bodysuit, not receiving the proper fuel for its sustained maintenance, starts to break down. We believe and fear the fake dangers outside us and the dangers within us. The bodysuit finally shuts down, ending our adventure in this bodysuit as we continue as eternal pure energy. At its extreme, the environment we created for entertainment has been converted to a fearful, violent, hostile reality. As an illustration, let's consider the Star Trek episode where the crew finds a beautiful, unoccupied planet and decides to take vacation there, or R&R if you prefer. However, the idyllic planet hides a number of threats. Two people are cornered by a menacing tiger. Another couple are faced with an armored black knight on horseback. Dr. McCoy not registering the tiger nor the knight on his tricorder, tells everyone that this is not real. It is all illusion. To prove it, McCoy stands in front of the knight, charging on his horse, and is killed. Hmm. Later, the keepers of the planet explain that this world was created for people to enjoy and have fun. McCoy is not actually dead. The crew is told to have a vacation, but to keep their thoughts fun and peaceful. Our keeper of the planet, Source, has also been trying to tell us that this is all illusion, a dream, and to keep our thoughts fun and peaceful. But we have not been listening. We're too enmeshed in fighting off tigers and avoiding knights on horseback. We continue to defend ourselves against dangers and monsters of our own creation. So let's start listening to that voice within us and surrounding us, the voice of our soul enveloping our bodysuit, telling us that we are dreaming we are physical when we actually are pure energy wearing a bodysuit. Knowing we are source, we would take better care of our bodysuits and joyously help others heal and repair their bodysuits and the environment. The Earth Garden is back. We have returned to heaven on Earth. Hmm, let's think back for a moment to that original garden, the Garden of Eden. We took ourselves out of the Garden of Eden by forgetting we are pure energy and by thinking of ourselves as separate physical bodies, needing clothing, seeing evil, and living in fear of our own creation. We see contrasts of right and wrong, of good 
and bad, which are not of the pure energy we are. Over the centuries, the story turned into God banishing Adam and Eve from the Garden of Eden because the evil temptress woman seduced the man into committing the first sin, thereby sealing women's fate as weak, easily tempted by the dark side, and manipulative. Women became Delilah, stealing Samson's strength, sirens and mermaids seducing men to their deaths, and Pandora opening that forbidden box. But no longer. We are all one, not just men, not just a chosen few, but all of us, not just Christians or Jews or Muslims or Buddhists, but all of us of every faith, including those with no faith. Our bodysuits consist only of atoms. There are no male atoms or female atoms. We are all created equal from the same source atoms as the earth, the air, and the universe. We are all one with the universe, with source. Yes, we are unique. Yes, we have created our bodysuits with different abilities, but there is no hierarchy of abilities. The physical strength inherent in the musculature of men is not greater than or better than the birthing ability of women. Both functions are needed for the survival of humanity. People with physical strength are not better than people with mental strength. People with mental strength are not better than people with physical strength. Okay, now let's return to the bodysuit and our awakening self, starting with some questions. What is the ego? How is it different from the self? The short answer is, the ego is part of the bodysuit our self or soul chose before entering into this space-time playground. Again, the ego is part of the bodysuit our self or soul chose before entering into this space-time playground. The ego believes the bodysuit is real and that everything it senses with the bodysuit is also real. The self knows it is an energy being enveloping a bodysuit while experiencing a physical simulation it created. The ego's only concern is maintaining the physical integrity of the bodysuit, of which it considers itself the supreme commander. The self recognizes the ego as part of the bodysuit with its focus internally, physically, and often fearfully. When the self forgot what it was, there were often battles between the self and the ego over control of the bodysuit, which both considered physical. Phrases like kill the ego and the ego is evil ran rampant throughout the thoughts of the self. As the self started awakening to the reality of itself as a powerful energy being enveloping a bodysuit, the ego's purpose became clear. Preservation of the bodysuit as the total extent of its 
separate physical body in this physical space-time reality. The concept that the ego and its reality are only illusions threatens the ego, which feels it is in a fight for its life, for its very existence. The self, now knowing the truth, has compassion for the ego and its worldview, and no longer judges the ego as evil, but as part of the illusion, entrapped in the physicality of that illusion. With empathy toward the ego, the self reassures the ego that it and the rest of the bodysuit are critically important to the self's experience in this space-time illusion. The self and the ego form a partnership where the ego is rewarded with views of a reality beyond the physical and the lightness of freedom that the ego and the bodysuit are able to experience only with the self. Anything is possible. The synergy of the power of the self or soul and the avatar of the ego and bodysuit create miracles from the pure energy of love. There is nothing for the ego to fear now, so it no longer needs to continue operating at DEFCON 1. The elimination of fear reduces the production of adrenaline and cortisol and releases hormones and chemicals that relax the bodysuit, stimulate the immune system, heal the bodysuit, prevent aging and deterioration, promote proper digestion, and allow the bodysuit to function normally within an environment of safety. We, as a self or soul enveloping a bodysuit, now differentiate between egocentrism and self-love. The former, egocentrism, represents the emotions and actions we have termed selfish because it is totally focused with the bodysuit and physical matter without consideration of others. And the latter, or self-love, acknowledges our place and value to others in this physical space-time creation we are experiencing and creating. With that perspective, feelings such as self-love and self-care lose any negative connotation. When we do remember we are eternal, pure energy, having a physical experience, our soul or self replaces our ego as our definition of who we really are. Our apparently separate souls expand, merge with other souls, and source itself and unite as the one soul we truly are, expressing our love and joy as we effect change on earth. Now, an interesting fact about our physical brain. Our brain cannot tell the difference between a real experience, a remembered experience from the past, or an imagined experience that we just made up. Thus, remembering a frightening moment from the past or anticipating a frightening moment in the future both immediately activate the fight-flight-freeze mechanism in the brain that creates cortisol and adrenaline, the stress hormones. 
stuck. Even though you may be safe at home watching TV, the sight of violence on the TV often triggers the amygdala in your brain, that part of the brain, to produce the stress hormones. Because your brain thinks what you are seeing on TV is happening to you at this instant. With that in mind, remember that you create your future from the ever-changing now. Maintain the vision of the future you want. When envisioning the future, release thoughts of the past, which is any point before the present moment. Awaken each day to the future of your dreams, the full manifestation of your thoughts, images, and intentions for the future. So how do I do that, you might ask. How do I release all thoughts of the past? Let's take an example. Let's imagine that you have lived in the United States all your life. You are now retired, and you decide you want to move to Paris, France, to experience life there. You have learned French and a bit about French culture. As the day of your departure for France approaches, your focus is less on your U.S. home and more on your new home in Paris. When packing for your travel to Paris, you don't pack up your entire house and ship it to France. You don't bring every friend along with you to France. You don't bring your favorite restaurants, stores, or donut shops with you. You pack up a few belongings and get on the plane. Your thoughts are totally on Paris as you board the plane for the overnight flight to France, filled with hopes and dreams for a fantastic new life there. When you awaken the next morning and find yourself in France, you do not expect to see the home or apartment you left in the United States. You expect to see differences everywhere, a different airport, a different language being spoken, spoken, even though you have learned that language, different sites, etc. You don't expect to see your next door neighbor or your best friend. You have left your past in the United States, and now you are living your new life in Paris, France. Back to changing the world. You create your future now. Maintain the vision of the love-based future you want. Modify your thoughts, behaviors, and actions to align with the loving change you wish to see in the world. When envisioning the future, release thoughts of the past. Awaken each day to the future of your dreams, the full manifestation of your love-based thoughts, images, and intentions for the future. Much will appear the same, but look for the differences. A person who acts a bit less fearful than usual. Um, Looking at a strained relationship that is making some headway through the renewed love of each other. You might see more color spots in your day. And the smile you give to others may be returned from them more than ever before. You are becoming the change. A change towards your dreams of a life on earth 
with only love as its foundation and cooperation and sharing as its natural response. Compassion, caring, and sharing are just a natural part of life. We are all unique parts of source, a community, an interconnected whole where each part contributes for the benefit of all. Awaken each day to an internal feeling of calm, peace, joy, and love. Make different love-based choices as you respond to situations that arise during the day. Think, act, and react with love. How would your higher self, source, respond for the mutual benefit of all? Approach everyone you meet, including familiar acquaintances, old friends, as also living in this new love-based earth and universe. See old enemies from a different perspective. One of compassion and love bursting forth from you, recognizing different aspects of source within that individual who may still be fear-based. Share your joy and happiness with others so that they may find their own birthright of love, joy, and positive self-attributes, helping them to release the past, the fear, the vengeance, and the pain. We are each on our own journey. We are here to learn from those further along on their journey, selecting what resonates with our journey and ignoring the rest. We are also here to share with others who are not as far along on their journey for them to choose what resonates with them and to ignore the rest. We are not competing, not a race. It's a set of individual journeys toward peace, contentment, satisfaction, completeness, happiness, and joy within. Each of us uplifts and enlightens others, enlightening the entire world from within us. Consider an array of tuning forks, each responding to the sounds around it, causing each to vibrate at its own frequency, which expands to other tuning forks. Soon the entire planet rings from the joy within each of us. We are all becoming aware of our true selves and the glorious individual purpose we each have assigned ourselves to contribute to the whole. We share skills, knowledge, interests, and passions with each other, forming a synergy, a power greater than the sum of its parts. All our efforts and energies are focused on enriching the planet and our experiences and physical participation in this Earth playground. Last week, I used the analogy of setting aside the Monopoly game we were playing and starting a community Lego building game where everyone wins, everyone gains, and everyone has an important part to play in the enjoyment of the game and in the creation of the new shared experiences. Let's play well with others for the joyful continuation of our Earth playground. Now let's look at, our, at this week's tools, activities, and summary. Tools. One, be open to the possibility that your life can change and improve in ways unimaginable now. Two, we are slowly awakening to our real identity as pure energy, enveloping a bodysuit 
experiencing a physical environment to become aware of ourselves as all aspects of source. Three, we replace fear with love, knowing that we are all safe as one with source. Four, we become the change we want to see in the world by changing our beliefs, thoughts, and attitudes within us. Activities. One, focus on a love-based earth that gradually, or maybe even quickly, replaces the current fear-based earth. What alternative options would you choose in a love-based world? Two, every morning when you awaken, imagine you are living in the new love-based world. See the differences, subtle or striking, that appear in this new world, and know that you are changing the world by changing your internal thoughts, actions, and reactions. Three, think about what changes a love-based world would provide. What would you love doing that brings you joy and is of service to others? How would the world appear if everything were viewed from love instead of fear? Summary. One, we must awaken from the dream that we are victims of this world. We created this world from love and joy. We can return this world to one of love and joy when we remember we are all one with source. Two, to change the world, we change our beliefs, actions, and reactions from within ourselves, remembering we are source energy surrounding a bodysuit. Three, replace fear with love in every situation. Choose differently from a love-based perspective. Four, to see the effects of the change in the world, we must release our dependence on the past. See each new morning as the start of a new day in a love-based reality. And five, peace on earth is possible now. We can do it. You're welcome to visit my website at joecalk.com. That's J-O-C-A-L-K.com. Under the podcaster menu item, click on the Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey link. I have added a bibliography of books that have inspired me and that resonate with my beliefs. I have also added new pages containing the text of the previous podcast and will add the text of this podcast for you to review it as often as you wish. In addition, Blog Talk Radio has recorded, saved, and makes available all the episodes of this Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey podcast series so that you can replay an episode whenever you choose. Please visit the blogtalkradio.com slash living a dream, all this one word, to see the list of episodes and listen to those that have been recorded or prepared to listen to the new live podcast soon to be broadcast. If you have a question or comment, please contact me at joe at joecalk.com. That's J-O at sign J-O hyphen C-A-L-K. 
I look forward to hearing from you. Our next podcast discusses changing our model of this world and our life journey, thereby effecting change in the world and how changing our internal thoughts, beliefs, and life model actually change our world. I hope you would join me here next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific U.S. time, 7 p.m. Eastern U.S. time. Until then, this is Joe Kalk signing off. Blessings to all of us dreamers on our transformational journey.